Hello and welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast. Got an exciting show for you today. It's going to be fun, filled, and wild. Going to have a little lesson. We're exploring the phenomena that is taking the world by storm. For some, it's a good storm. For some, it's a bad storm. And that is cotton candy grapes. Now, before we got, before we jump into that whole thing. I do want to point out to the, that to those of you who noticed, yes, my last two episodes were exactly the same length, 44 minutes, 38 seconds. However, my last episode may or may not have had a 10-minute gap on the back end that culminated to a second outro that sounded identical to the outro for my episode before that, number 180. And yes, I know what you're thinking. That's a little odd. It is odd. And what happens is in my editing process, when I was clearing out the old tracks for a new episode, I somehow missed the the cut that was a 10 second outro. Um, and my the episode only ended up being about 34 minutes long. And given how zoomed in I was, I didn't do, you know, I don't, I'm not going to go into all the details, but long story short, I missed it and I didn't realize it until I had posted it. I go, boom, and it says 4438 and I go, wait, that wasn't a 40 minute episode. I was like, my, my ad only adds like a minute and a half. And I go, oh no. And I go back and listen to the track and I find where the end mark is and then (laughs) it just silence and then outro so if you if you if you stopped at the silence which i would have done that myself good for you but you're curious to go hear this little tidbit go to like the 44 minute mark uh or the 44 15 like right at the very end and you'll hear like out of silence comes boom come i come in real hot with an outro and it's great so yeah that was the the uh a conspiracy within a conspiracy no that was the I don't know. That was episode gate. I I I didn't plan on making a cool term about that. But yeah, that's what happened last time. Shouldn't have happened this time. This shouldn't be 4438. Although that would be cool if I was able to calculate and make each and every episode the exact same length minus like with no 10 minute gaps of silence or that could be my thing i leave that outro in and it's always 4438 and so like sometimes it might be 20 minutes of silence oh the troll for someone who's a first time listener they come in and they're like all right cool and it gets there and it's totally quiet it's like there's 20 more minutes of this episode what am i missing and they just sit there and listen to all the silence because i know that if this was me I would be thinking there's something there's something to this, right? There's some little hidden tidbit 18 minutes into this 20-minute silence. And all you would get is a fiery outro that you probably already heard 20 minutes ago. And oh, talk about not talk about how not to build a listener base. That right there. And uh and or lose a listener base. And I can't afford to lose what little listener base I have because uh Otherwise, it's just going to be me listening to my own podcast, and it's going to be me talking to me about stuff, and I already do that enough. Don't need that. So that was fun. All right. Now, let's get to the main event here. So a couple episodes ago, I don't remember where, I brought up the topic of cotton candy grapes, this new thing that has come about and... 
my uh, I had a I knew someone who went to like a bridal shower or something. One of the shower parties that you do when someone is getting married and or having a baby. One of those twelve hundred parties you do between the actual party and celebration itself. And they had cotton candy grapes. And I said, excuse me? What? And first of all, my wife came at me when when this got brought up. And I was like, cotton candy Because I heard it from someone else. I was like, hey, have you heard of like cotton candy grapes? She goes, yeah, have you not? Have I not? Like I'm living under a rock, okay? The disrespect. But yeah, anyways, no, I hadn't heard of cotton candy grapes. And so then I was like, look, this is, this is too big not to, I did a little tidbit about, you know, cotton candy flavor. I don't feel like that's the primo flavor. You know, it's usually like a blue raspberry, strawberry banana. Like those are the flavors you see the hard hitting, the Babe Ruth of flavors. You know, this is, this is like, this is like a pitcher at bat of flavors. I don't know why I'm using baseball analogies. I don't even really like that sport, but here we are. Everyone knows pitchers can't hit. Everyone knows cotton candy. You throw it in cause it's sweet and kids randomly like it but it's not gonna be like if you have a bucket of dum-dums cotton candy well dum-dums maybe but in general like cotton candy flavored stuff is not the primo stuff all right i think it's pretty niche right and 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 so to be like yeah you know what grapes need cotton candy and so my theory was you know apparently that was someone's thought process and apparently they've taken taken off and more people like it than not. I don't know. I know right now I know more people that don't like them than do personally. Yeah, that's anecdotal, but I just, I do want to point that out. Uh, my brother told me he hates those. Um, (laughs) he was not, uh, pulling any punches on there. My sister does not enjoy those. I don't think my wife likes them. Uh, someone else, a friend of mine, he, he tried one of these. So I haven't, full disclosure, I have not tried these yet. I bought a bag. I've got them right here. You can probably hear it. Yep. Here, ASMR, grape, cotton candy grape bag. You're welcome. It's just a plastic bag. So <laughs> it could have been literally anything. But I've got them here. And I, I thought, you know, I initially thought, oh, yeah, I'll go get them. I'll try them and review them. I said, no, no, no. I need to, this needs to be my live reaction. First reaction to the cotton candy grape. So that's what I'm doing here. I have abstained for two days now. They've been taunting me in my fridge. and uh, But I'm here. I'm here to do it. And I also remember mentioning, too, that, you know, I, I, I wanted to, because your, your first thought, right, is, oh, super GMO'd. Are they injected with something? Are they coated with something? Um, is this totally fabricated in a lab? These aren't even real grapes. It's going to, people eating these, it's going to become like, I am legend. And so only those who have not partaken in the cotton candy grapes will not be turned into the crazy zombie things. And turns out that's, they're totally natural and were actually kind of an accident. And I I found a great article. So we're going to, we're going to dive into this article. And uh, yes, I'm going to pull the classic move of, Watch until the end to get a special surprise. I'm not gonna say that. I'm just saying I'm. I want to. I want to walk through this, and then we're going to try them at the end. And uh, yes, it's partially to make you listen to the whole thing. Now you could troll me right here and just sim to the sim and just fast forward to the end. I wouldn't hold it against you. I know Connor, you're listening to this. I know you're thinking about doing it, and you might do it and then come back and pick up where you left off just to spite me. And if that is your thought process, do it. Do it. Senator Palpatine style, do it. <laughs> but yes, so turns out they are 
all natural and they were a bit of an accident. So it's a, it's a whole, it's a, it's really a crazy, pretty interesting story, a classic tale of East meets West, but we'll jump into it. So I've got cotton candy grapes. We're here to get cotton candy graped in the mouth. That's another funny reference, a video, which I will link to you. If you don't know what I'm talking about, about getting graped and I'm going to get graped in the mouth right here, live on the show. And it's going to be crazy live when I'm recording at least. And it's going to be wild, okay? And if you don't get that reference, click the, the YouTube link in the, in the description to watch this old, old sketch about getting graped. And it's a pretty funny sketch. Really, really good. I'm going to grape you in the mouth, but it's great. You'll laugh about it. Uh, it's grape, I should say. <laughs> oh, the jokes are rolling in. Woo, I better get to this before I get too much on a roll here. A comedic roll. All right. So this is from Mike.com, M-I-C, Mick.com. I'm assuming it's Mike.com. And I just Googled, you know, how are cotton candy grapes made? Because that was the big question. Not only is it like, hold on, what do these taste like? Are these even good? Do I want these? What is this phenomenon? And then it's like, hold, cotton candy and grape, those two seemingly completely opposed flavors like Funyuns and Nutella, try it. Don't knock it till you try it. Oh, that was the other thing I said. I I will judge these pre, but I will, I will not... I will not condemn any food until I try it once. I will try everything once, okay? And some things I try multiple times, and I think that's the best way to live. People prejudge a lot, and it's like, hey, you can you can be like, hey, that sounds gross, but I'm going to give it a shot. Going with an open mind, I think that's the way that everyone should live their life in uh, in general, but in also just, well, not really in general, but specifically with food and trying weird foods. So here we go. How are cotton candy and grapes made? The mad science behind the curiously delicious designer fruit um so blah 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 yeah these articles always have these little interests uh here okay i'll just read it biting into cotton candy grapes feels like having a crush on a cartoon character as a kid a little weird but somehow right pretty good description there i will say they somehow embody sponge sugar but in the form of plump juicy morsels i fell hard and fast for them so he falls into the camp of liking them when i bought some home when i brought some home from trader joe's last night i couldn't stop popping them into my mouth despite definitely being full on tacos in fact I'm noshing on frozen cotton candy grapes as of this writing. Frozen, they taste a bit like strawberry sherbet. Okay, there we go. Now we're getting somewhere. Major grocery stores like Trader Joe's, Sam's Club, and Publix carry them, typically from around August to October. It is currently April and I found them, so they're expanding their operation to be year-round. So if you haven't tried them yet, do yourself a favor. What wizardry could... imbue the humble grape with such a whimsical flavor to find out i asked the wizard himself david kane a co-founder of international fruit genetics ifg in bakersfield california who led the team that developed the cotton candy grape he tells me his team didn't even set out to create a grape reminiscent of the county fair confection and the scary delicious flavor doesn't even come from genetic engineering or artificial flavoring, as I first suspected. As we all first suspected. You see cotton candy grapes and you go, how is that not genetically modified, engineered, injected, rubbed, something? Cotton candy was just a serendipitous result of breeding East and West Coast grape species using traditional methods. So let me pause there and say, if you also didn't know there were East Coast, West Coast grapes, like it was East Coast and West Coast rappers in the late 80s and 90s, like Tupac versus Biggie type stuff, then um, you're not alone because I had no clue. I know they had like different, like you, you, you know, purple, you have green grapes, you have like the moon crescent grapes, which are pretty good. And that's about all I knew. I, I didn't know there was this whole 
East Coast, West Coast grape and, and, and potentially even beef between the two. No, there's no beef between the two, but I do like to equate that to the East Coast, West Coast rapper stuff. It's pretty great, right? Using, and they were using traditional methods. So pretty much all table and wine grapes, which is the cotton or, oh wait, this is table grapes is, is my bag. That's who it is. Uh, belong to the Vetus vinifera species, which is native to Europe and the Middle East and cultivated in California. California grapes are seedless with a relatively thin skin and firm flesh. So thin skin, firm flesh. Cane grew up in Maine among grape varieties that belong to the Vetus labrusca species, which are bred mostly in the eastern and boast uh, eastern U.S. and boast a richer array of flavors. The Concord grape, used to make jelly juice, I know we've all seen the Concord stuff, is a V. Labrusca variety. Many describe its flavor as tart and musky. So these ones are, sounds like they have more variety in their flavor. The problem is, Concord grapes contain seeds and their tough skin, so they have tough skin, pulls apart easily from the flesh. As a result, the sugar and flavors are concentrated near the skin, while the center is fairly acidic. The flavor is nice, but the grape isn't particularly pleasant to eat, Kane says. We're trying to pick the flavors out of uh, V. Labrusca, so East Coast grapes, and put them in a better eating quality grape. So, all right, so here we go. So, East Coast, you got the flavor. But the grape is tough, right? Which kind of, I don't know. I'm just thinking like, like thinking like a Boston guy, you know, he's kind of got his hard shell exterior, you know, he grew up in the, in the streets or, or, you know, someone growing up in the Bronx or Harlem, you know, they're kind of rugged around the edges, but they're, there's, there's still a person in there, right? They got a big heart. Um, <laughs> and, and, and there, and there's, there's a variety. And then, uh, <laughs> so that's your East coast grapes, it's a little bit harder, right? Um, but they got more flavor. I don't know. They got more soul. I, I'm just making this up off the top of my head, right? But your West Coast grapes are more a more pleasant eating experience, right? You got the tan, the tone. It's all where Hollywood is. It's it's the look of it all. It's the aesthetic of it. It's beautiful California. The weather's wonderful. Um, but it's all but it's all kind of uniform, you know. They they got you got the look, right? And so that's that's your West Coast grapes. This is panning out pretty well, I will say for myself. In other words, Kane's team sought to breed a V. Labrusca variety with a seedless V. Vinifera variety in hopes of yielding a grape with the tasty flavors of the former and the pleasant mouthfeel of the latter. What an interesting descriptor. The mouthfeel of this grape, of the West Coast grape, is, is, is superior to the mouthfeel of the East Coast grape, but the East Coast flavor feel is better than the West Coast flavor feel. Shortly after co-founding IFG in 2001, so they're a relatively young company, Kane decided on a V. Labrusca variety from a University of Arkansas collection as the quote-unquote father. It gives cotton candy most of its prominent flavors, which some have likened to toffee, burnt sugar, and vanilla. Burnt sugar, so like caramelized sugar, I could dig it. Cotton candy, I hate toffee though. I hate toffee with deep burning passion of a thousand suns. Cotton candy's mother is a seedless California V. Vinifera variety with a mild, sweet muscat flavor or muscat flavor. I'm, I'm guessing it's muscat, not muscat, but it's like moscato without the O, but I've never read that word without the O, so I had to stop. I couldn't say muscato. I had to say muscat, and it came out weird. Um, so I said musket and I, who knows what's going on there. So they're trying to get that, that great flavor 
um, with the seedless mouthfeel. <laughs> to breathe the two, Kane and his team undertook the tedious task of plucking the pollen-producing parts from the flowers of the V. Labrusca, father, and the V. Vinifera, mother, then placed the pollen-producing part from the father in a flower from the mother, causing its small fruits... So here you're getting the birds and the bees talks, but with grapes. And when I give my kids, my kids aren't going to get the birds and the bees. They're going to get the, the grapes talk. Here's where babies come from. So a little lesson. If you haven't had that talk, I'm sorry. This is how you had to hear it, but I'm not sorry because I think this is wonderful. I'm taking this and using this for myself later in life with my kids. Causing small fruits or embryos to start growing. When the embryos, so when a mommy and a daddy grape love each other very much. I love it. When the embryos near maturity, they picked and grew them. I want to, sorry, I want my kids to not say baby. And I want them to say embryo. I want them to know that word at way too early of an age. So they like go to class and they're, they're talking to their teacher and just random adult. And they, they drop embryo and kids, people are like, what are you teaching your kids? And like, what scientific term? Anyways, when the embryo nears maturity, they picked and grew them in test tubes in a lab. If they had seeds, the embryos would have fed on the starches inside the seed. But since they were seedless, they needed to rely on food supplied to them in test tubes. So basically, if they were seedless, they couldn't sur- They wouldn't survive. They would not that this crossbreeding would not work uh, because they need the starches in the seed to be able to grow and ripen. So that's why we had. So I guess from that standpoint, they are genetically engineered. I mean, you had to put them in a test tube, kind of akin to like in vitro. I guess it's not, I mean, being like a test tube baby, like you're still a natural baby. There's nothing crazy going on. The roughly 100,000 embryos, geez, resulted in around 10,000 plants. My goodness, that's an army, which Kane and colleagues ultimately winnowed to just one. Oh, wow. A process that can take around a decade. Yeah. When 10,000 plants, when Kane first sampled grapes from this plant, which contained more sugar than typical green grapes. Aren't green grapes supposed to be like the sour ones? Um, per the Wall Street Journal, he recalled toffee. Mm, see, you lost. If I, I would never pick up toffee. Or I guess I would have to pick up toffee grapes based on my principle. But you know what I mean, right? The team gave their creation to staff members for their children to sample. The kiddos said it tasted. Here we go. Here's where the name comes in. Like cotton candy. Hence its name. So there we go. So this was not designed. What we're seeing is this wasn't in. He was just trying to get a better grape. And out of out of this, he got a unicorn to fit to go with the cotton candy uh, (laughs) imagery here. We weren't quite sure there was something the general public would like because it's kind of an unusual flavor. I wouldn't know. I will find out in a minute. Initially, IFG rolled out cotton candy grapes, only two small um, high end. Wait, wait, wait. IFG rolled out cotton candy grapes only to small, high-end specialty supermarkets around 2013, so not even on eight years yet. They've since expanded their availability as their acreage has grown. Now, it's al- it almost seems, so he started this in 2001 and didn't, didn't get into stores until 2013. Talk about, holy, talk about a delayed gratification here. <clears throat> it almost seems like it has a cult following. IFG has created other varieties with fanciful flavors like grape, Kool-Aid, and strawberry, but they haven't taken off quite like cotton candy. Hold the phone. I got to get me some of this grape, Kool-Aid, and straw. A strawberry-flavored grape? Well, that just sounds heretical, but I got to try it, and I want to try all these varieties of grapes. And I didn't read this article till like, today or last night, so, and I don't, I think cotton candy is the only one that's widespread, so... 
I, and they're based out of California and I'm here in Oklahoma, but I'm going to look for those and we will do a follow-up on that. Lucky for us fiends, IFG has expanded its cotton candy growing operations with plantings not only in Bakersfield, but Mexico, Chile, Peru, and Brazil. This way, even after the growing season ends in California, you could still get your hands on them. They would just come from Latin America. So mine are probably Latin America or South America grapes. The thing we're trying to do is get a year-round supply. I'd say you've accomplished that by the time I'm reading this here, bud. It's April, and I'm getting these cotton candy grapes. It was already love at first bite between cotton candy grapes and me, so the possibility of cozying up to a bowl of them whenever I want sounds like a designer fruit dream. And there you have it, folks. The history of cotton candy grapes. And now they apparently have... So the fact they went in on some grape Kool-Aid grapes. So the cotton candy was... was It wasn't named by the producers. It wasn't like, hey, we're trying to make cotton candy. Boom, nailed it. It was... Give it to the kids, and the, oh, this is what this tastes like. And so, thus, cotton candy was born. The East and the West Coast, see, when, when we can get over our beef and we can come together, we can produce something incredible and amazing. And I think this, unfortunately, was not how things panned out between the East and West Coast beef in the 90s at large, but I, I do think, um, at least with grapes, it did. We had, we had a more positive outcome, you know? We didn't lose some great talents too soon, but uh, that's the article. The link to it, if you want to read it for yourself, because I know some of that could be confusing with Vinifera, Nebraska, whatever, the, the scientific names, but I think it's game time, folks. I think it's time to try this grape. They, they, the guy who wrote this loved it. He loves it by, oh, oh guy, sorry. Ooh, call me sexist. The girl, Melissa Pendica. And so this was updated on July 30th, 2020. So this could have been, this is almost a year old now, but I think it was the best article. So some more ASMR as we're doing this. Oh, and they even made the bag resealable. Can I just say that's a high level move? Anything that's not resealable that can get like stale from, from not being sealed. And that, that could simply like, you know, they, they made the cookie cartons, how it's like you open on the top now and, and you can, they, it'll stick back and seal like game changer. Why did it take us so long to get to this point? Like everything should just be in a resealable bag. I don't know the process and the cost involved with making it that way, but like, come on. Right. Okay. Cotton candy grapes. Get ready. What's the verdict? Oh, by the way, I do want to know if you have tried cotton candy break breaks. Jeez, cotton candy grapes. What do you think? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Uh, make sure to send your response to the rambling Viking at gmail.com or text it to 580-789-9258. That's where you can text the show. I want to know your cotton candy grape experiences. I want to do you love them? Do you hate them? We're going to see if we can kind of compile a small group, a study group, if you will, to see what the verdict is on cotton candy grapes. I hope I like them because I've got a whole freaking bag. And so far, I don't think my wife likes them. Uh, I had a friend come over and he was like, yeah, they're, he's like, they're not horrible, but he's like, he's like, they're, they're just really sweet. So I don't know how many of these I can eat. So cotton candy grape, first one going down the hatch. Oh my gosh, there it is. Oh, oh my, I hold... What? <laughs> what? Did, what's happening in my mouth? Okay, okay. So on initial bite, like first two chomps, it's a regular grape. And then, and I literally go, well, oh, I go, oh crap. 
Well, I bite honestly when I bit into it, I go, I haven't eaten a regular grape in a long time, so I don't this may just taste like a regular grape. And then on the third, starting on the third bite, I got slapped with this super sweet flavor that guess what? Is like cotton candy. Are you I'm gonna eat another one. What? Um, okay. Okay. So, dude, dude, hold on. I need, I need to go three deep to give a good opinion on this. Okay. Three deep. Dude, what's going on? Oh my gosh. Now, to be fair, cotton candy is just sugar kind of melted and strung out into like hair-like stuff. So it's just straight up sugar. So the fact that these are just, these are hyper sweet grapes. Like, and it's, and it's, it's not, it's not totally immediate. You don't bite into it and then immediately get it. You bite, your first bite is like regular grape. And then as you continue to chew, it's like just crazy sweet. So I do know this. And there are times, you know, like typical, you can sit down, you can, what, hammer back, I don't know, 25, 30 grapes, half a bundle, whatever. And just clean house. I don't think I could do that with these. Now, maybe I could. So, they, they've been in the fridge. I would be curious to try them in the freezer. Um, but these have been in the fridge. I definitely think with how sweet they are, if you ate them warm, it would be weird. So, definitely put them in the fridge. Oh, oh. And I, I did mean to say, if you haven't tried them yet, record yourself, like, just on an iPhone voice memo or something. Record yourself... Just just the audio, really. I don't want the video because uh, this is audio-based. But record yourself trying it for the first time and send it into the show, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll play it. So we can play some people's reactions to their first time eating cotton candy grapes. Um, so I was super skeptical and actually pessimistic based upon how literally some of my kin's people, uh, my brother and my sister, both hate them. And then I, I don't think my wife enjoys them. And so, so far, it's had a bad rap. The person who wrote this article... Now, I will say this. Oh, man. So, the sweetness lingers in my mouth. So, I don't know how many of these I can eat. Like, it's, it's I don't know. It's, it's really cool. It's really cool. But at the same time, like, this is a giant bag. How big is this bag? This bag is... It doesn't tell me. Hold on. Hold on. This is a big bag. Like, what is that? 50, 75 grapes at least? Like, that's going to take me, like, three weeks to get through, man. I don't know if I can get through all those grapes. Um... Serving size is one and a half cups, um, and it doesn't say how many servings this is. Oh, these ones are from Mexico. Oh, you can go to Divine Flavor. Oh, let me pull this up right here. You can go to divineflavor.com to check them out. I can't read this right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is Divine Flavor LLC. So I don't. Hmm. Oh yeah, there it is. There's IFG right there. It doesn't tell me. There's got to be like a couple pounds of grapes. I don't know how much this was. Four ninety nine or something for a big bag. Oh, there's a little non-GMO sticker. But yeah, um, if you're if you're wondering what they look like, they generally so this one's like a bag with a handle and the top of it is pink and then it says like cotton candy. It's table grapes. They're green, not purple. Uh, I guess that's just how they come out. I'm gonna eat another one. Holy. Dude, those are so sweet. Okay. So I was thrown off by the name of cotton candy, but I see where they get cotton candy, but it's just a hyper sweet grape. So if you're one who like doesn't really like grapes because they're sour, 
These might be the grapes for you. Um, yeah. So, holy crap. I just cotton candy graped myself in the mouth. And I, I might do a few. I, I don't know how this person's like, I'm sitting here just throwing them back. Like, look, I got a sweet tooth. And even in these, I'm like, I, oh, that's what we have to try. I'm like, I got to eat them one at a time and I don't need how many I can eat. All right, all right. Last thing. Last thing. We'll close out the episode. Thank you for sticking with me for this long. Go try yourself some cotton candy ribs. Um, three. How many should we do in my mouth at once? Do five. That's good. Because everyone knows this is how you truly test the flavor of something. You got to do a flavor bomb of it. Because eating one grape at a time, I said it's hyper sweet. See how we handle five at a time. Um, I think you can do five. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-mm. Okay. First of all, this is so much grape juice. I'm trying to not get it all over the mic. Holy crap. It's so sweet. Oh, it's so sweet. It's almost sour. It's like when something's so cold, that it's like almost hot. I have goosebumps. <laughs> Whoa. Mmm. Mmm. Dang. Woo! Holy crap. Oh. So if you just want a flavor punch right in the face, just do like three or more at once. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no. I got to stop from there. Wow, so that was way too much information about cotton candy grapes and the first tasting. Um, wow, that was something else. And because I'm not a wasteful man, I will do my best to eat all these grapes before they go bad. But, like I said before, let me know your thoughts on cotton candy grapes. Let me know if you haven't tried them. Record yourself trying them. Just like open your phone, do voice memo, do it. Um, I appreciate everyone listening. That was uh, the the history of cotton candy grapes. I've linked to the joke of graping in the mouth, or I'm going to grape you. Is um, the the link to that video is in the description. The link to the article is in the description. And uh, I'll, I might see if I can. I wonder if you can get these on Amazon. I'll put a link in the description to Amazon as well. But send all that into the Rambling Viking at gmail.com. Or text it 580-789-9258. Or if you just have my number, you can always hit me up that way. But I'm hoping to maybe hear some of your first-time reactions to trying cotton candy grapes. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Appreciate you. Please like, share, subscribe, all that good nonsense. Maybe leave a review if you really enjoyed this. But that is it for today's show. Viking out.